2020 is over. And, and I think everybody gets a free pass. Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. Okay. We're I'm, just a couple of jerks who need help I'm just saying, Jesus. Like if your goal Our podcast is, is all about humility like we and finding direction you know, and purpose. Especially when life gets hard like, that's fair. things don't turn out okay. like we thought they would. Welcome to Pressure's Following Jesus for Jerks. New Year, 2021, New Year. New Year, New Year, New You, boo-boo. Oh, my. No, not Sorry, everybody. All right, first things first. Let me put on a timer. First things first. I'm the realist. Sorry. Isn't there some rap song like that? Yes, it is. That's all I know about it's a, it. It's a, it's a lady rapper. Yeah. Missy Elliott? Nope. Nope. Who is it? Oh, oh, oh. Come on. Yeah. Australian? Uh, yeah. Come on. <sighs> Iggy Azalea. Yes. I'm embarrassed that I know that. But not really. Michaela was really into her. I think everyone was really into her for like yeah. three weeks. Yeah. I don't know what she's That doing. song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One hit wonder? I think so. Maybe she did some other things? I don't know. That's all I know. We're on. All right. Hey, Chris. Happy New Year, Kylie. <laughs> Happy New Year. Here, here we are on January 1st. Is this really January 1st? Come on, Kylie. Come on, Kylie. Well, I was thinking... Do you... Do resolutions, New Year's resolutions, or is even even more than that? Is there a goal, be it your work goal, personal goal, a phrase, a word? I mean, there's all kinds of things people do that that is your focal point for 2021. That sounds weird to say. It does, but I'm glad 2020 is over. So, in all honesty, we are two weeks from the end of the year recording this episode. Kylie just gave me a look. Wow. You just gave me a look earlier that I said that, and now you're... <laughs> well, because I we want to be I was honest. unprepared. Yeah. That's talk about news... All right, let's 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 talk about news resolutions and, and get ready for, God, depression, depression city, as I think back to all the ones I made for 2020. This should be an encouragement done. of no, because this what's I, to come. I think of the ones that I didn't do for 2020. 2020 is over. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. everybody gets a free pass for 2020. Okay. I'm I'm good with that. I'm just saying, like, if your goal was to drop 50 pounds, like, we went through a quarantine. Yeah. We've had all kinds of stuff going on. Like That's fair. Okay. Pressure's off. Pressure's off. 2021. New 2021, year. 2021. New year. New year. New year. New you, boo-boo. Oh, my. No, not sorry, how. everybody. <laughs> we haven't learned how to edit things out yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're getting the real conversations okay. that take place. Man, uh, New Year's resolutions 2020. Well, no, 2021. What am I talking about? All right. Top of the list. Yes. Top of the list. I don't mean this in order. I just mean the first thing that comes to mind. Sure. Because I put you on the spot. You did put me on the spot. Uh, grocery trips. Every week or every other week. What do you do now? Oh, my God. I do a terrible thing now. And this was something I made huge strides in in 2019 and beginning of 2020. And then quarantine messed it all up. I do little tiny trips. Or in terms of quarantine, little tiny deliveries. You know, So what comes with that is eating out less, too. Eating out far less. Mm. Um, so what I used to do is, 
all right, what do you know? Pick up my daughter on our way home. It's like, all right, what do what do what do we want to have for dinner tonight? Oh, Dad, I, w- I really want you to make this and this, or, or or hey, why don't we why don't we have this? All right, then we go to the grocery store, buy enough for like that meal, that mm-hmm. meal, and like think ahead like a day, right? So like on a Friday, be like, all right, well, what else do we want this weekend? Okay, let's buy that. Sure. And then, but doing that like two or three times a week. So it's time consuming, obviously, no planning, and I wound up spending way more money. Oh, dear. what. Whether it's all, yeah, yeah, because you're, you're, I'm not planning anything, so I might have half a bag of rice still left from the last meal, but today I want pasta. Mm. So I'll forget the rice I have. I'll go buy more pasta, right? So, so 2019, 2020 took that to heart and started planning meals, and it caused us to eat out a whole lot less. That's good. And it caused us to, yeah, I was I was doing one, one grocery trip. A week working my way up to every other week and just just planning meals better and it was just, it was good we ate better like we had a schedule with food and I've never been like my family's never been one to be like it's Tuesdays let's have tacos like we every Tuesday we do this or every Wednesday right. we have this but uh but doing this has been able to it was it was good for my health too but good. yeah but like quarantine ordered in a bit you know we did grocery delivery a lot Mm-hmm. And then now that things is, things have opened up a little bit, I feel like I'm back to, oh shoot, what am I gonna have for dinner tonight? Okay, let me let me let me run a Kroger, Trader Joe's, or whatever, sure. pick up a few things. So, well, good. That's one. Good. More. Yeah, a lot of health stuff. Yeah. I'm not so healthy. And so, I got a guy, you and I both know and love him, named Micaiah. Never heard of him. Who is? Oh my gosh, on my jock about He tells me how much he texts you. Yeah. And that you don't respond. I I I don't respond. I don't <laughs> avoid, avoid. Avoid. Yeah, yeah. And then and then I'll then I'll tell him. I'm like, look, I didn't respond to you because I didn't have an answer for you. I did not go walking this week. I didn't do this. I'm sorry, man. And then one day he he did something. Well, for, I, he was late to something. I, I like made a deal with him. I was like, "Look, you, I won't, I won't give you a hard time about that if you don't give me a hard time." About <laughs> but just last night we talked. He's like, "Man, he's like, got to get back on it." How tough do you want me to be on you? And this and that. I was like, "All right, let's start right now." So he's, actually, he's good at that. He is, and I and I took a walk last night. Good for you. Yeah, thirty minutes. Good for you. In the frigid cold, so it counts double. I think. I I might. You're as well shivering say I, as you're walking. <laughs> I might as well say I walked for an hour. You might as well. <laughs> might as well. Um, so yeah, some health stuff. Yeah, I I got a bike in 2020. <laughs> You're laughing because you already know the, the stories <laughs> of me falling. How is bike riding going for you? Well, it's I mean it's the winter now, so forget it, right? I'm not. That's not. That is not true. It's true for me. It's the winter now, so forget it. It's true for me. Okay. Uh, but no, I was I was doing it. I mean, I wasn't doing like three times a week, right? But I was, I was doing it. But while the weather was nice, I, I just, I fell my first time doing it on a speed bump because I didn't know how to handle it. And then the very next time I came across that speed bump, same exact spot, I also fell. <laughs> so it's caused some uh, fear and trepidation. Sure, but no, no, I, I, I have done it. I've gone out a bunch this year. Um, just winter now. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the spring. I got my, my daughter has a bike too. She got for her birthday. Thank you, grandparents. And uh, so I'm hoping 
in the spring when it gets nice. She also has a skateboard and she's got a hoverboard. I saw that. So we can hover we can, around. We can wheel. We can wheel around Fort Wayne together. Is my goal. That's what I'd like to be able to do. Good. So there you go. 2021. 2021. Boom. There it is. Handled. Now it is across <laughs> the airwaves. Everyone is going to keep you accountable. Accountable. Thank God no one listens to this. <clears throat> That's That's not true. We're so grateful for everyone who's listening to yes. this. And every time, I don't, like, Kylie and I were kind of joking, like, we don't know what a good benchmark is. We have no idea when you start a podcast how many people are supposed to be listened to by certain. So we, we're, all we know is more people are listening every week, and we're super grateful, and we're getting some awesome feedback. And, and uh, yeah, keep it coming. I was thinking this morning on the way here, we have roundabouts by our house, and there was a truck in a camper that like, I mean, it, it is relatively early, so there's no traffic or anything. And I love roundabouts, by the way, but just flew by, like <laughs> there was no yield. There okay. was not, if I wouldn't have slowed down as I'm in the roundabout, mm-hmm. he would have just trucked me. Okay. And I, and as I followed him to the interstate, I was like, like, I don't, I don't get super upset about that kind of stuff. I probably used to. But you're, you're a better man than I. <laughs> <laughs> but it it was like it made me think about the conversations we've had, yeah. and like yeah. hopefully that is. I mean, that's the goal of this yeah. is that it helps us mature, yeah. and that it helps other people grow as well. And and so I had that moment of like, huh? We've talked about like I didn't pull up next to him and flip him yeah, off, yeah, or yeah. you know, <laughs> I didn't have a heart of like this guy's a jerk. Yeah. Uh, and part of it is there have been times when I've needed to be in a hurry to get home myself um, for whatever reason. And I know I'm driving a little erratically because there's an emergency. And so now I have that mindset a little bit more of there, there may be something going on in this person's life and he maybe just flew through the roundabout and wasn't paying attention. I don't know. um, Roundabouts are new here in Indiana in Fort Wayne. Yeah. My, I experienced my first roundabout when I was probably a junior in high school. I wasn't driving, but we were, out on the East Coast, uh, suburb of Boston, mm-hmm. um, visiting some relation, and uh, I was like, visiting some relation. I've never heard anyone say it like that. Relation, some family. Family. Okay. There, there. We are in. For those of you who heard him say visiting relation, what he meant to say was visiting family, visiting some relatives. Thank you for correcting me. No Chris, problem. No, in no your, problem. In your humility. <laughs> but it was really weird. It, I'm like, what is happening here? But I love them. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they're, they're super safe. effective. Yeah. People, I, people here in Indiana still struggle with them a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just I've seen bit. people circle two or three times. <laughs> like, where, where do I get off? Or the, or the people who there's no one in the roundabout, full stop on the way in. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. 100%. I'm, I'm not where you're at. So. What are your uh, what are your 2021 resolutions? Well, really, I don't ever think about it a whole lot, to really? be honest. But since I was thinking of asking you that question, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, the word that came to mind as I was thinking about, well, how am I going to answer this? Is bold. At first, it was I need more patience in my life. I mean, there's so many things that. I can work on and that I need God's help in, yeah, yeah. in, in changing me. <clears throat> Patience is a big one. How do I love, <clears throat> excuse me, how do I love people well? 
And so bold is the word that came to mind in all those areas. Like, mm. how can I be bold in the way that I love people? How can I be bold in um, being more of who I am? And that's going to affect everything, just like what you talked about. I've got some health goals as well. Uh, 2020 was not uh, great for me from a health perspective. Someone told me there's grace we got to do over. Yes. yes. Let's, uh, I'm, I'm, roll, not, I'm not rolling with that. Yeah. <clears throat> so actually, I picked up a bike, and that's why I said you still can uh, ride during the winter. Sorry, I didn't mean to. But I've been going to a spin class. Really? Yeah, three days a week. I love it. That's cool. Absolutely love it. And then uh, started going to a Tuesday, Thursday class as well. Not writing, but doing some. <clears throat> I love being with people. Yeah. I figured out I have to do something physical exercise, even if I don't know a soul in the room. Yeah. Even if I never engage with anybody, which doesn't happen, but there's some level of accountability. <coughs> hmm. Because cool. I like being with people. It, yeah, it challenges me. Yeah. It motivates me. And so, yeah, I've been getting up at 4.40 in the morning. What? To go to the Y. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's – I want to continue to stay on that track, which encourages me eating in a healthier way and, uh, and come being to, bold. Come to spring. Let's go bike riding. Let's do it. Coming spring 2021, a podcast. Uh, to. Two jerks go bike riding. <laughs> Hopefully, at some point, we'll have to redo our avatar things. A yeah, little, maybe a little, like a little, little thinner, sli- thinner my, in the face. My bitmoji is bit slided. Emoji. Yeah, slided all the way to uh, <laughs> the size. Slided all the way, and it doesn't quite do it. Big justice. fella category. Big I fella. Believe. Yes, big and tall. They call it <laughs> more. More big than tall. But. <laughs> oh. Well, thanks for. Thanks for sitting with us through a little bit. We uh, we got some things to go over. First, we want to uh, thank our thank our sponsors. Do we have sponsors? No, we don't have sponsors. <laughs> uh, the entire cast of Queen's Gambit on Netflix is uh, our sponsor. And no, I don't know. I'm just making this up. I, you know, no, we don't have sponsors. We're not we're not cool enough. Maybe maybe one day, maybe one day Starbucks will sponsor us. Mm. As I drink my Starbucks Double Shot Energy, uh, energy coffee beverage, mocha. Wow, this is delicious. Is it? You hear that, Starbucks? <laughs> <clears throat> At following Jesus for jerks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, today, you know, we we touched on something last uh, last few times we've talked, uh, minus our testimonies, but you know, we talked about. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. Uh, 2 Corinthians 12 in general. but and, and we all know it, right? Like Paul is having a struggle and, 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 and goes to Jesus so many times asking him to take that thorn away, right, that, that, that he talks about and debate amongst yourselves what that thorn is. But Jesus' response floors him, and it's my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness, and and then Paul goes on to, and we and we talked about this uh, just a few just a few episodes ago. But Paul goes on to say, "Well, I'll boast even more gladly in my weakness and trials and tribulations, this and that, and all sorts of things coming against me." And then he says, uh, "For when I am weak, then I am strong." And that's kind of where, where we want to we want to land today, and. 
Because that, what a, what a, like, dichotomous, <laughs> challenging verse and, and set of words, right? When I am weak, then I am strong. What the heck, Paul? Way to, way to really, like, turn our idea of modern man well not just manhood i was gonna say this this idea of like what it takes to be a man not really what it takes to be a human way to like turn that on its head and so here we are two thousand years later trying to figure out what the what do we do with that (laughs) because it's it is it's incredibly different right there's there's nowhere else in culture in society not today there's nowhere else where that that is a true kind of statement. We have that in us as we have continued to talk about. Like it's it's in us as broken human beings. But as you kind of study and look through history and you know the Enlightenment period and you know, we can figure everything mm. out. We can know all the answers as human beings. We can be self-sufficient. I mean, those, those aren't necessarily exclusive to post-enlightenment, but it definitely took off. And then I know even for in, in my life, I, I had this ladder I was going to climb in my career. I had this idea of what family was going to look like that was going to be white picket fence and, you know, this house to a bigger house to a bigger house and, and more and more and more. Mm. I mean, it's such a, that text is so opposed to what we, especially as Americans, right? Like the American dream and you can build and you can grow and you should have more. And this is what it should look like. Everything is about us. Everything is about how strong you can be, right? Like if it's in your career, even if you're doing it in a healthy way, there's a competitiveness of I'm going to be, I'm going to raise myself to a higher level than these other people to get what I need to climb the ladder. I mean, everything that's competitive, everything that's based on promotion, everything like it's keeping up with the Joneses. It's how do I, do more for me. Right. It's when I, it's, don't show weakness cuz man, yeah. that's when you'll get that's when you'll get attacked. It's when I'm strong, then I'm strong. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm when I'm strengthening myself, then I'm strong. When I'm picking myself up by my bootstraps, then I'm strong. Yes. When I'm you know, filling filling any when I have all the of, answers. Yes, when then, I have all the answers, then yeah. I have one up on you. You know, I I want to be I want to be really careful not to get down on Indiana. But when I when I first moved here, I was taken aback by the lack of community here mm. versus you know where I come from, East Coast, mm. uh, New Jersey, and I mean I remember jeez, I remember after 9/11 like everyone was friendly to one another in New York and New Jersey. I mean it only lasted like a year, but but still like and and friendliness isn't a fair thing cuz people are incredibly friendly here but there is this like uh there's this uh this 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 independence here in the midwest Mm. 
and I'm not trying to make it sound like people on the coasts have it figured out. I'm not. I'm not trying to make it sound like that. But I don't know. I, I've 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 researched it a little bit, and by research I mean like like I googled it and look at like top two results, right? Like, <laughs> but like, but th- there's this idea, and you and you touched on it. This idea of, I mean, generations and, and generations and generations here of farming communities, mm-hmm. right? If, if it's like. Okay, family, if we do well this this spring in planting, this summer in cultivating, and the fall in harvest, we'll have a good winter. We have to like if we put in the hard work, we'll be okay this winter. We'll make it we'll make it all the way through and we'll do it again next season and next year and the next year and our children will do this, right? You know, and if the if the neighbor what they do is their business. If they work hard, they can also have a good winner. And if they don't, well, that's on them. They haven't done their part. We will do our part. And so, you know, fast forward now, you know, we don't own farms anymore. And, I mean, they're still prevalent here in the Midwest. But you know what I mean? Like, there's this mentality of I, like, I just have to take care of me, not depend on anybody. And I'll be okay. This, it's a very... uh of a very independent way of thinking. And when you're in the, what other choice do you have when you're independent to then to be strong? I have to be strong when it's right. when it's just me and my family and and or me and my career or me and fill in the blank. And man, man, I I am like that's so I I think if the if the Bible were to have anything, it's this it's this declaration of of dependence on one another, mm-hmm. right? Doesn't doesn't Hebrews I think it's it's ten where it talks about like spur one another on to greater works and don't don't forsake the the gathering of believers and actually as the as the what, uh, the writer says uh, do it even more like as the day draws near of, of Christ's return, and so I don't know. There's this. There's this, this strange, this strange culture in the kingdom of being dependent on one another in weakness and vulnerability and seeing strength come in that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's what I talked about. I think it was maybe our first episode of it's the unintended because you're speaking my language, right? Yeah. Like I'm from here. Yeah. <clears throat> I have family that, you know, half of my family were farmers, you know, other half in construction. And there is this, we do take care of, like there is a, a pride associated with, we are taking care of ourselves. We should take care of ourselves. Yeah. I should take care of my family. There's a responsibility involved in working hard, doing the right thing, taking care of, of people. And I think sometimes that, that unintended consequence is it becomes, like you said, extremely independent and, and pride, not in a, this is what we should do as human beings. This is how I should take care of my family, but I don't need any help. Mm. Mm. And so I think it, it can go to the, I don't know if extreme is even the right word, but just it, it's something that gradually moves towards uh, 
believing that everybody else should do it the same way. Should mm -hmm. And if I don't, quote unquote, need help from anybody, then nobody else should either. Mm. But but I agree that I think it's the community aspect, the the communal, like we should love our neighbors. We should experience the one another's, you know, yeah. with, with yeah. each other. We should express that, hey, I need, I don't know why this came up. Just yesterday, I was thinking about um, neighbors that are, are immediate neighbors where I grew up and my mom would be baking something and need a cup of sugar, needs vanilla or cinnamon or whatever, and would send us over as little kids. Like, hey, I called Airsman's next door, run over, and Bev's got what I need. Hmm. And that we would place an order <laughs> for the grocery store mm -hmm. or we'd run and go get it before we would just engage with our neighbors yeah. at, at this point in society in general and how normative that was in a different space in a different culture um, to, to be neighborly like that. Yeah. And I, wow. I always heard the, where, where, where do families hang out as the suburbs developed We've all got big backyards and big decks, and I do too, as opposed to in the city where it is more communal, everybody's on the front porch. Yeah. Everybody's walking along the sidewalk and engaging people, and now we're all in the backyard, big big grills, big decks, where it's not as inviting. It's just even the, the posture of what our yeah. lives look like. Yeah, good point. And so um, all of those things... I think point to we're not going to show our weaknesses. It's funny you brought up the neighbor thing. So it's been windy last few weeks and sometime in the last week or something, there was nothing major, just a little, little bit of damage to my house. Nothing, nothing, seriously, nothing major. Something came undone that just, it's heavy and bulky and it, it probably needs two people to fix it. Sure. Well, I'm just a person, right? And so, Yesterday, um, I, I wasn't even working on it. Right? I just, you know, uh, I'm, 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 I'm coming home. And my neighbor comes out, who's been very neighborly. He's like, "Hey, I saw that," and you know, and he, and he, he asked me for a moment of vulnerability. He asked me. He goes, sure. "Hey, well, you know, if you need help putting that together, like that's a heavy thing. If you need help, let me know." And I imme immediately was like, "No, no, no, I'm good. Thanks so much. Now I'm good." And he's like, "All right, well." You know, he went back to his house. And I went mine. <laughs> you know, and uh, no, I need help doing that, right? I need, I need, I do need help. I, it's not a one-man thing. I don't know what I'm thinking. I just don't want to, well, I know what it is. I just don't want to be weak. It's instinctual at this yes. point. Like yeah. you Immediately. Well, uh, yep. I didn't even think about it. You're right. And that's not you. I mean, I think right. it, probably everybody listening is, is understanding the same thing of like, oh, no, 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 I got it. Yep. Instead of. Dude, you know, that would be awesome. You know, I would appreciate right. yeah, that. Yeah, I can't do it. I've been thinking for the last week, for the last four days, how can I do this? And I, I'm coming up empty. And then you offer help, and I'm like, well, nope, nope. I got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and so, and and I know, and I know, Paul didn't. You know, Paul may not have necessarily. Actually, no. I, I was going to say Paul didn't necessarily mean it with his neighbors, but no, I don't. I don't know that actually. I don't know that Paul didn't mean it like that. I mean, he didn't just mean it in this like this idea of being weak with the Lord. I think he meant it, right? Because we, we've talked about it before from 1 John, right? We understand vulnerability with God 
and openness and being in light with God must equal the same with our neighbors. Right? And when Jesus was asked, what's the greatest Evidence. commandment? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jesus asked, what's the greatest commandment? It's not only love God, it's love your neighbors. I mean, think all the way back to the beginning, right? God creates all this that we that we live in, and he puts a man there and says, it's, it's like, this is awesome. And then at some point says, it's not good for him to be alone. So he created a helper suitable for him. And here we have, you know, mankind now, man, man and woman, and co- like coexisting, being vulnerable with one another, helping one another. Like that was God's design for us all along. And so Paul writes, when I'm weak, I'm strong. And weakness puts that, us in that position to be vulnerable, to be needy. Oh, God, I hate that word. I hate that word. Being needy. It's been interesting. You've been across the globe, and, and we've been several places. And that's one of the aspects that we would always see, going into a local village in Haiti or in Jamaica, and to recognize, sometimes for the first time, you know, that community, the communal aspect of how they take care of each other. Mm. I mean, from a injustice perspective, you know, like there, there's not, there's not a law enforcement system, you know, as, as there is here. And so, Hey, we're going to handle our stuff. And I don't mean that more so than that, I should say is the, they're all watching each other's kids. Like there's just this freedom within the village of, you know, there's kids running all over the place. Well, they, they, they all take care of each other. They're all looking out for each other. Uh, the way that they would take care of their homes, you know, so many aspects of their lives are just community that we, they're willing to express their vulnerability and their Mm. weaknesses. They're willing to say, I need help. Mm. You know, it's not just a, and it becomes a culture, right? It's the culture of like, they probably don't ever talk about it. Like, Hey, keep an eye on my kids. That might happen, but it, it just becomes, that's how they function. And for us, it's been different. And this isn't just hammering the good old US of A, but it's just, it's the reality of our culture, of that independence yeah. of, you know, for us to be having this conversation as an indicator that <laughs> there needs to be some movement yeah. back towards. And so what's the reality of what that looks like? I mean, for, for you in that example is I should have. And so next time I'm just going to be like, yeah, I, I I do need some help. That'd be great. Yeah. I'd appreciate that. Um, it, it, and again, it goes back. We humble ourselves. Yeah. It's not about us. Can you, oh gosh, can you imagine if someone rang your doorbell or my doorbell and said, Hey, I, you know, you look like you need some help with your kids. I can watch them for you. Like how offended would most, um, most Christian Americans, how offended would we be? All right. Hey, uh, send them to my house because we'll take the help. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm just you got six, right? <laughs> but the first thing that would pop in my mind, the first thing was, well, what the heck are they seeing? What 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 do, what do they mean? I need help. How what, am I not good how, enough? Yeah. How, why do they think I can't handle taking care of my own kid? Look what it stirs up in us. Yes. Yes. Like, 
Yes. I mean, you're indicating you, that I'm failing. In some how way. dare you think I need your help to reattach that screen door on the side of my house? How dare you think I I can't do it? Like, what right do you have to assume I need your help? I mean, that that's essentially what went through my mind. Maybe not in those words, but and and certainly under the surface. But let's let's be honest about what's going through. And so this. I can't show you how weak I am. I got it together. I am enough. I'm sufficient. <laughs> and I don't need help. It's a, con- it's a control issue. I have control of my life. Mm. When the reality is... Yeah. Man, I think you hit it. I think the one that's hardest for people is parenting. Yeah. Right? Like, go to an elementary school, Hmm. right? Like, don't you, don't anybody dare say anything about Mike because we see it as an indicator of our success or failure as a parent. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, and and that's just not true because every kid is different and, and how we parent is different and that's okay. Like, I think the biggest reality that I've learned to, to grow in is that not everybody's going to be like me. Not everybody's going to do things the way that I do things. Oh, but think of how much easier the world would be. It would. I mean, just everyone were like me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so to be able to step back in people's entrance into offering to be a good neighbor, if if they're offering to be a good neighbor, our response shouldn't be defensiveness Mm -hmm. or pride or control. It should be, thank you. In another area of, of life when people, well, when we were leading missions trips and it was like, Hey, we're two adults. Like, should we send out sponsor letters? That seems kind of weird. Like we've got jobs and, um, we had it expressed to us, and this is this does show about humility. We it was told to us like no, you should send out letters. There are people that couldn't ever go on a missions trip for whatever reason, or that don't feel called to do that, but want to support what is taking place, and want to support and love you well. And the phrase that that was said spoken to us that always stuck out was "Don't steal someone's blessing." Mm. If someone wants to, if your neighbor wants to bless you and love you well as a neighbor, which right, like as Christians, huh, we're, we're called to do that. He is expressing that we should not steal the blessing that is his pouring out his love for hmm. us. And so, and that's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. And, but the reality is that's what God's calling us to. Like to express that we're, we don't have it all together. Yeah. We do have weakness. We do need other people. And if I heard you right, it's not only when it's being done to us, but we should be doing that to others. <laughs> we should, when we see someone in weakness... The answer is not, 
well, if we just if I just take care of myself over here, let you do you, you be you, you you know you you get out of your own jam. Good right? luck. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pray for. I'll you. pray for you. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. <laughs> no, no. Um, but but let let me come alongside of you, in in your weakness. Let me come alongside and let me help. Let let me be. I I don't know a basic Christian. <laughs> And follow the, some of the the most basic teaching of what of what Jesus taught us. And so, man, I don't know. At times, I mean, both cost us pride. But both cost us pride. Both mm-hmm. require humility. To say to say I'm weak and to and to lovingly, tenderly approach someone else in weakness without. I told you so without, oh, if you just listen to me, if you just, well, I didn't have a problem with that, so why should you? That's what you started talking about. Too. You know, that's where we, were, where we were 30 minutes ago, talking about that. Both both cut at our pride. How, what's a first literal step? For someone, for you, for me, for anyone, it's it's a question I ask myself often in a couple of different ways, and I learned it from uh, from C.S. Lewis from from some of his writing. And I, I may have mentioned it on this podcast before, but it's he talks about it in the context of love. If I he talks about it in in the context of if I know I'm supposed to love this person, but I don't. He, he asked himself a question saying, if I really did love this person, what would I do? And then he just, and then he says, just, just do that thing. <laughs> and so, cause there are two issues, right? There's the action and there's the heart, right? And, and how many of us know we can, we can go up to anyone and do the action without having the heart, right? We can go up to anyone and say, oh, hey, I'm, you know, I, I'm not going to rub it in your face that you're struggling. I'm not going to uh, berate you or or anything, but I'm going to help you. But inside, we're like, no, oh, I told him so. Inside, we're like, I didn't need help. Why did this person need help? And totally ju- like put judgment on people. Um, and so the question that you asked, what's the first step is, if I had no pride and were completely humble, what would I do? Do it. <laughs> And then let Jesus sort out my heart mm. and go to him in, in honesty and in vulnerability and say, Lord, okay, I, I, I knocked on my neighbor's door, which I'm going to have to in the next couple of days. <laughs> I knocked on my neighbor's door and I, and I told him, you know what? Hey, you offered to help me and you're, you're right. I need your help doing this. Can you help me? And then later going to the Lord and saying, Lord, you, you, because I know, I know what's going to happen, right? I know I, I'm going to do the action, but inside I'm going to be like, I hate this, right? <laughs> I could have, if I, I could have figured it out. I could have worked harder and figured out how to do it on my own. And just going to the Lord and saying, Lord, I, I did the action. That's, that's just the littlest part of it. But you see my heart. You saw the pride that I had to fight through to get to it. And thank you for getting me there to do the action. Mm. But Lord, I, I still this is this is proof of how much I still need you. I need you to transform me so that I'm not full of that pride next time. And I have just a, maybe a little less of it and a little bit more humility. Mm. 
I like that because I was actually thinking the opposite. What do you mean? How many times we live in a cul-de-sac, awesome families. I can love them well. I can love them well from a distance. Mm. But is it love, like you said, is it love if there's no action? And so for me, I'm thinking in in a different direction of you need to do something to express that love to them. Yeah. Like, how do we engage in conversation? How do I have my eyes more open to how I can um, lovingly offer myself or our help? I mean, even the simplest things. We've got our cul-de-sac is full of kids. Like, I've thought, let's throw a let's throw a screen up and do a movie night and mm. throw a grill out in the cul-de-sac and do burgers and dogs and just, hey, everybody come. But I've I've thought that. I've thought that for a year. And never done it. Yeah. You know, and not that we don't engage our neighbors. We talk and sure. chit chat, but to do something intentional yeah. that is more than just a, like you said, like you said earlier, sometimes it's a, Hey, I'll, I'll pray for you, you know, or we don't even say that, but the reality is how do we express our love? Yeah. And so it is depending on where we are in whatever context at whatever particular time and situation, you know, it, it, this has definitely, I think, helped at least bring some things to, to the thought, to the yeah. forefront of our minds of wh- what are the things that we need to e- express. Express our weakness, be vulnerable, be open, express love to other people, be neighborly. Yeah. Um, I think it's given us some good food for thought. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and I think, and I think that's, that's a good place for us to land right now. Because we're not done talking about this. So we've got some good food for thought. And I think next episode, let's get a little more nitty gritty, a little more practical, a little more what that, what that could look like for our lives, for our listeners' lives. And yeah, so yeah, we, we, we're, we took a, like a nice little step back right now, right? And it's like, okay, here's, here's, what, here's the overall like, Here's what it could look like. Right now, let's 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 dive in a little bit more. And so, process, t- breathe, tune in next time. <laughs> uh, well, as usual, we're we're grateful for each one of you, Kylie. I'm uh, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you. Well, thanks, buddy. And yeah, uh, do all Star- the things. Start Starbucks. Keep, yes. keep listening. If you <laughs> Netflix, whoever you know, we're open. We're open. Netflix. What does that have to do with this? They can they can sponsor us. Can they? Can't. They're Netflix. Why can't they? I don't know. Apple. Apple. Whoever could whoever wants to sponsor us can sponsor us. I'm not putting limitations on it. Movado watches. Uh, whoever wants to sponsor us can sponsor us. Wow. I'm kidding. I don't care about watches. But seriously, Movado, you can sponsor us. Probably restaurants and grocery uh, stores. <laughs> <laughs> And neighbors. And neighbors. <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>